Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centred life. Hello and welcome back to Orbit, a short daily reflection to help you put God at the centre of your life, brought to you by the team behind Satellites. And for the last time, I'm Sam, and today I will be leading us through our reading of Psalm 14. Now, before I get into our reading of Psalm 14, I will give you my personal guarantee that I will not make any Sam read it a Sam joke. Now, that's quite difficult for me because I'm quite into rubbish jokes, um, kind of corny rubbish jokes, dad jokes, one might say, despite my lack of being a dad. Uh, however, I'm very good at them. So, I will take every ounce of energy I need to stop myself from ruining your day with a rubbish Sam joke. So with that personal guarantee, let us move on to Sam 14. Bilious and bloated the gas, God is gone. Their words are poison gas, foul in the air they poison rivers and skies, thistles are their cash crop. God sticks his head out of heaven. He looks around. He's looking for someone not stupid. One man, even God expectant. Just one God-ready woman. He comes up empty. A string of zeros. Useless, unshepherded sheep. Taking turns, pretending to be shepherd. The ninety and nine follow their fellow. Don't they know anything, these imposters? Don't they know they can't get away with this? Treating people like a fast food meal over which they're too busy to pray. Night is coming for them and nightmares, for God takes the side of victims. Do you think you can mess with the dreams of the poor? You can't, for God makes their dreams come true. Is there anyone around to save Israel? Yes, God is around. God turns life around. Turned around Jacob, skips rope. Turned around Israel, sings laughter. <laughs> what a psalm that is. And if anything we take from it, it should be that God is angry. God is an angry God. He's angry about injustice. He's angry about exploitation. He's angry about the poor being made poorer. He's angry about the rich making a quick buck off of the poor, off of other people. He's angry about rape, human slavery, child abuse, mass greed, climate destruction. And I, for one, am glad he's angry because his anger shows that he cares about the destruction of his creation, that he cares about the destruction of his people, that he cares that the people who are doing the wrong in the world are destroying themselves on the inside. So today, in my last reflection with you guys, I simply want to ask you two questions. And the first being, what is God leading you to have a righteous anger about? 
an anger that says, this is not the way things should be, and this is not the way it will be, because God, by his power and through his people, will transform this world. So, what is it he has given to you his anger about? What is God beginning to make you angry about? Secondly, are you, as it says in verse 2, God expectant? Are you expectant that God will use your life, your experiences, your voice, your heart, your hands, your skills and your gifts to bring about his kingdom transformation? Even in small ways, especially in small ways, are you expecting him to use all that you are and have to bring about his justice? So, what would change in your life if you lived more expectantly of God wanting to use you to change the environments around you? So now I'm just going to pray for us and straight after Amen, we're just going to go, we're going to go into our time of reflection. So God, I simply pray, give us your anger over injustice. Give us wisdom to know where you are leading us. Give us the confidence in the knowledge that you long to, to, to see us join in in your mission of justice. And God, give us the empowerment we need to say, here am I, God, send me. So come, Holy Spirit, Spirit of justice, and fill us. Amen. So now take some time to sit and ask God to speak to you about what it is in the world at large or even in the world around you that he has given you a holy dissatisfaction about. And then once you've kind of got an idea of what that might be, whether it's a specific situation, say in your school or in something more locally or maybe a bigger global issue, Research about it. Ask folk about it. Ask, um, ask people who are already doing the stuff about that issue. Google. Put that to work. And then once you have researched about the issue, start to ask the question, what are others, and maybe even especially Christians, doing about this already? What's already happening in my area? What's already happening further afield? And get involved. Because you see, it is usually in the place of, of, of asking the questions and getting practically involved either through research or 
through action or both, that we begin to um, pick up what God is saying to us and where God is leading us. So that is my final practical challenge to us today. And I want to thank you so much for listening over the past few days and and uh, and listening to my reflections on Colossians 1 and Psalm 14. It's been an absolute pleasure. And before we sign off, in the name of Jesus, I bless you all who are listening right now that you may know more and more the love and the confidence of Father, Son and Holy Spirit that you may know more of the embrace of the Father, that you may know more of the friendship of Jesus and more of the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. Amen. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Join us on Monday for a new week of Orbit.